Good morning. Happy and beautiful Friday. I am Camille Onish Ismael from Onish Impacting the Masses. I'm a life coach and I will help you to find your truth and maximize your potentials by creating action steps to help you to achieve your goals. Do join me tonight at 7.30 p.m. at the Panera Bread in West Hartford for the Coaches Cohort where we train entrepreneurs to, to develop their skill set, their mindset, and their money. All right, so let's dive into the Word of God. Job chapter 6 and verse 8. Oh, that I might have my request and that God would grant me the thing that I long for even that it would please God to destroy me, that he would let loose his hand and cut me off. Then should I, hide, then should I yet have comfort, yeah? I would harden myself in sorrow. Let him not spare, for I have not concealed the words of the Holy One. What is my strength that I should hope? And what is mine end that I should prolong my life? This is Job talking to God. Is my strength the strength of stones or is my flesh of brass? Is not my help in me and is wisdom driven quiet from me? To him that is afflicted, pity should be shewed from his friend. But he forsaketh the fear of Almighty. My brethren have dealt deceitfully as a brook, and as the stream of brooks they pass away, which are blackish by reason of the ice, and wherein they snow, the snow is hid. What time they wax warm, they vanish. When it is hot, they are consumed out of their place. Now, I'm unstoppable. No man can stop me. Job made up in his mind that no matter what come his way, no matter what happened in his life, he was going to wait upon God. Job decided that, okay, though I'm cold, should my flesh, Job said, should my flesh, which means his flesh, this, this thing right here, this piece of meat. He also asked God. He said, is the strength, is my strength the strength of stones? God, am I as strong as a stone? Am I as hard as a stone, God? Is my flesh like brass, God? God, God explain to me what's happening to me. Explain to me, God, why am I being afflicted? Explain to me, God, why am I being persecuted? Why am I being tested? Explain to me, God. Verse 14 says, To him that is afflicted, pity should be shewed from his friends. But he forsaketh the fear of the Almighty. Which means that Job is looking for that despairing. 
right? He's looking for that person, one of his friends, to come and say, Hey, Onish, I see you're going through something and I want to be there for you. But Job said, Okay, it doesn't matter what I feel, how I feel, because though they slay me, I'm still going to trust him. So Job said, okay, let me, let me put my request to God. And this is what he was praying and talking to God. He, he even go down to verse 23 and he says, Or deliver me from the enemy's hand, or redeem me from the hand of the mighty. Teach me and I will hold my tongue and cause me to understand wherein I have erred. Teach me and I will hold my tongue. When you become unstoppable... When you become unkillable, where no man can kill you, where no man can put you down, you will begin to say, God, teach me how to hold my tongue so that I could see what I need to do to win. I could see how I could become unstoppable because the more you're quiet, the more you learn. And I spent I spent a lot of time thinking. I spent a, a lot of time studying. I spent a lot of time reading. I spent a lot of time empowering myself so that I can empower others. But in this segment here, Job Job was going through something. Job was going through something, and Job was asking God, "What is my strength that I should hope?" Which means that I don't have no strength, God. I don't have no energy in me to do anything. I don't have no resiliency. I don't have no motivation, God. I don't have nothing else. All I have is just my flesh and my bone. But then he said, my flesh, God, is, has become brass. God, that means that my heart has become wax cold, God. What am I going to do? How am I going to handle this situation? Because I need you. It's like a mother being left alone with her child to take care of that child for the rest of his or her life without a father. It's like a father being left by themselves to take care of themselves with their children without a mother. And the father is asking the question, oh God, where is my strength? Where, where can I find hope in you, God? Where can I find strength in you, God? Is my strength like the strength of stone? Is my strength like the, is my flesh? Like the flesh of brass. These are the questions that Job was asking God. And God began to speak to him. In verse 7, God says, Is there not an appointed time to man upon the earth? Job was talking to God. Good morning, Pastor Houghton. Because, see, a lot of times what we do, we become so uh, dependent upon our friends and our family that we forget that we have the strength of God on the inside of us. We become weak in our human side. We become weak in the natural. But if we depend on the power of the Holy Ghost, we can now turn and say, God, my strength is the strength of an eagle. I have the strength of Jesus. I have the strength of him who called me and prepared me for such a time as this. There are days when I feel like I don't want to do nothing. There are days when I feel like I just want to say to God, just like Job, Lord, my strength is like the strength of a stone. Lord, my, my flesh is like brass. Is it like brass? What is happening to me? And you begin to question yourself. Job said, even if it would please God to destroy me. 
that he would lose it, lose his hand and cut me off. Then should I yet have comfort? Job was at the point where he wanted to let go and say, "Okay, I'm I'm letting go. I'm 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 moving forward. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I can't. I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to hold on no more. I don't want to hold on no more." Job was saying, "If if if I hold on, shoot, Lord, I don't know what's gonna happen to me." And a lot of times, that's how we feel. We feel like if we hold on, what's going to happen to me? God, I can't, I can't figure it out. I, 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 can't, I can't turn water into wine. What's going to happen to me, God? Isaiah 57 and verse 15 says, For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabited eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to receive the spirit of to receive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones if your heart is broken see job's heart was broken before god job said i would harden myself in sorrow a lot of times we harden ourselves in sorrow and we said, God, if you lift your hands from me then and let me die, I will be okay. But let me tell you something this morning. I decree and declare that you shall not die, but you shall live to declare the word of the Lord. I decree and declare over your life this morning that you shall come forth with your purpose in the things that God has called you to do. Because why? The people that are designed for your life are waiting on you. If Job had given up, there would have been no story to tell of how unstoppable he was, of how resilient he was, of how he, he tested and tried. He was tested and tried and how much he depended upon the power of God. There would be no story to tell. See, a lot of times people come to your funeral to eat the food. But you got some people who came to the funeral to hear the story. What, what's your choice? Are you going to leave a story behind with your legacy? Or are you going to just have people come and eat your food and there's no story behind your legacy? Think about that this morning. Because you see, my journey is to be able to leave that footprint in the sand so someone else can walk in my footprint and get their breakthrough out loud if job hadn't gone through what he's been through i couldn't talk about job this morning job was talking to god and he said if you just lift up your hand that's like that's like a mother saying to saying to um her son or her daughter laying in a hospital bed if god could just take me with this cancer i would feel much better because the pain will be eradicated from my body if god could just take me with this heart disease i will feel so much better if god could just take me and take me away from the problems of the bills i will feel much better if god could just take me from everything that i'm going through that I will feel much better. But God said, if you just have a contrite heart and depend upon him, then in Isaiah 57 and verse 17, he said, no weapon that is formed. He was talking about Job. 
He was responding. No weapon that is formed shall prosper. Every tongue rise up. You condemn them. I've given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. I have given you the authority in the earth. He said, I created man and woman in my image, in my likeness. Huh? So you can take dominion over the earth. So therefore, I have the authority to rule. But because we are so caught up into material things and our desperado, we forget the power of God. We forget the power of God. We forget how God brought us out last month. We forget how God brought us out last year. We forget how God brought us out the year before. But if we stop for a minute and ask him, Psalm 2 and verse 8 says, Ask me and I shall give you the nations for your inheritance and the earth for your possession. Ask him. He'll give you the heathen for your, for your inheritance and the nations, you will possess it. But if you do not decree the word of God, if you do not rise up and say, okay, I am unstoppable because the word of God says that though they slay me, yet will I trust him. I am unkillable because he said he has not given me a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. I will not die, but I will live and declare the works of God. If you begin to decree those things over your life for the next 30 days, I guarantee you that God will show up. I'm telling you something that I've experienced time and time again. I get in a position like Job and I'm like, God, if you just take this pressure off my shoulders, God, if you just remove me from this situation, then I'll be comforted. But then when I'm comforted, I lose the fact that he is God. But if I'm uncomfortable, it puts pressure on me to bow my knees down. It put pressure on me to pop bow my head down. It put pressure on me to seek he first the kingdom of God. Why? Because I'm under pressure. Job was under pressure. Job said, my strength is my strength like the strength of a brass. Everybody know what brass is. Brass is a piece of iron. Iron. A piece of iron. That is tough. That's hard to cut through. What is your strength like? What is your strength like? I'm holding this scissor in my hand and this scissor is very powerful. It can cut through material. It can cut paper. It can cut my hair. This is my cutting scissors for my hair. It can cut whatever I need it to cut. I guarantee you if I try to cut meat with this scissors, it can cut meat. What am I saying? Job asked God is my strength so question yourself god is my strength like the strength of this scissor am i as strong as this scissors god am i as strong as my grandmother god am i as strong as my grandmother i ask myself that question all the time am i as strong as my grandmother because the things that I see her endure and the things that I see her do, I begin to wonder where did she get her strength from?
And what I've come to realize is that her strength was not predicated upon my grandfather, but her strength was predicated upon prayer. And see, when you pray, you cannot walk away from your prayer feeling like you have not won. You got to walk away from your prayer saying to yourself, God have answered. Verse 29 says, return, I pray you. Joe prayed. He was telling God, return, I pray you. I pray you return, God. I pray you make a way, God. I pray you work a miracle, God. I pray you take this pressure, God. Return, God. Return, God, I pray. Because at this moment, God, you said that my strength will never fail me. God, you said that you will never leave me nor forsake me. So return, God. You said, God, that you will supply all my needs according to your riches in glory. So I need you to return, God. God, you said if I dwell in the secret place that I shall abide under the shadow of. God, that means that I need you to return. Lord, you said you won't leave me. You won't forsake me. Return, God. Lord, you said a castle up on a thousand hills are mine. God, I need you to return, God. Because right about now, I'm wounded and afflicted. My flesh feel like brass. My heart is humbled. I'm contrite. But God, yet still, I cannot see my way, God. Help me return. Job said, let it not be iniquity. Return again my righteousness. So Job was saying, God, if there's anything in me, open me up and take it out. Wash me in your blood. Cleanse me and make me right again. But God was saying to him, no, Job. Mm -mm. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a humble man. You're a contrite man. I just want to make an example out of you. So that the years to come, people that are going through tribulations, trials, and, and frustration, and hurt, and pain, and financial difficulty, I can allow them to read your story and allow them to see the power of God moving through your life. Your life will be a testimony. But God, Job didn't understand what God was doing with him. A lot of times, we don't understand what God is doing with us. What we see is what is in front of us, if it's black or white or red but God is saying if you stop looking at the black and white and red and start looking at the Holy Spirit in between the black white and red you will begin to see that the righteousness that you have are filthy rags and you will begin to see beyond the filthy rags and see that I've washed you cleansed you and purified you because the voice of God teaches us how to develop the spirit of a warrior. And that's what God did with Job. Job became weary and he began to lie down. He said, God, if you just take this pain away, God, I'll be comforted. A lot of times we say that. God, just lift this pressure from me, God, I'll be comforted. I said that last night. I said, God, if you just lift the pressure off my shoulder. 
I'll be comforted. But at the same time, God reminded me. He said, daughter, you have a belly of a nation that is awaiting you. So gird up your loins. Get up, take a shower. Gather your strength. And get into my word because I got something to talk to you about. So this morning, as you go through your day, remember that you're unstoppable. You're unkillable. That God has designed you and purposed you for greatness. That the will of God for your life is that you will prosper and your soul will prosper. Begin to decree over your life the things that God has for you you don't decree what the job said don't speak out of your mouth and say you know my job said they're laying off people you're touching and agreeing with what the job is saying what you got to touch and agree with is okay the job is laying off people but one thing i could tell you god has not Given me a spirit of fear, but he has given me a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. So therefore, I'm going to believe God that he's going to keep me still until he provide my next level. Does that make sense? Stop walking in fear and walk in the authority that God has given you. Faith it out. I'm telling y'all from experience, faith it out, F-A-I-T-H, faith it out. Because when you faith it out, it becomes a natural thing after a while. So if you begin every single day, I will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit within. I will lead and not follow. I will create and not destroy. I am a force for good. I'm the lender and not the borrower. I'm the head and not the tail. No weapon form shall prosper. Every tongue rise, I shall condemn. I, Camille Onish Ismail, will never be broke another day in my life. I am designed for greatness. I'm purpose for greatness. And you begin to decree the things that God has promised you. If you begin to decree the things that God has promised you, after a while, after a while, after a while, you will begin to see the manifestation of you, you decreeing and declaring the word of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Become unstoppable. Let me tell you something. I'm unstoppable. There are days when I feel like Job. There are days when I feel like Job, but also I'm reminded by the Holy Spirit of his word. I'm reminded by the Holy Spirit that the strength of the ox that lives on the inside of me will carry me. The strength of an eagle that is in me will carry me. But if we're not in the word, when we have the days where we feel like we're unmotivated, we will become like Job. 
and say, God, if you just return, God, if you just lift this burden, God, I'll be comforted. Why are you asking God to lift the burden? You need to say, Lord, I thank you for the burden. I thank you for the weight. That's what I started to do. I said, Lord, I thank you for the weight upon my shoulder. I thank you for the journey. Because God, in this weight, you're strengthening my shoulders to be strong, to carry the weight of leadership. God, in the, in the strength, in the strength that I'm facing, in, in the problems that I'm going through, you're broadening my back. You're giving my spine strength. You're causing me to understand the fundamentals of being a great leader. So, God, I thank you for my journey. And as you begin to thank him for your journey, he will begin to lift the burden from you. The minute I started to say, Lord God, you have brought in my shoulders, you have strengthened my spine, and you have given me my feet like hinds feet to leap over. I said, God, how am I going to leap over the wall with such heavy weight on my back? He said, daughter, you're not leaping over the wall with nothing on you. You're leaping over light because I have called you. I have purposed you and I've destined you for such a time as this. Now spring forth. Why? The reason why I can find comfort in the midst of my pain and my hurt is because I spend time looking into and searching the scriptures, the deep things of God. Because I wanted to, I want to understand why God has called me to carry such a heavy load. Understanding your purpose in the earth sometimes god call you to be a preacher a pastor god call you to be an evangelist god called you to do something in the earth a life coach whatever it is and you feel so weighed down you feel so heavy you feel so broken but god is saying in that time of heaviness in that time of being weighty in that time of feeling like your shoulders are going under god wants you to brace yourself and say yes god i'm ready for the journey I'm going to take on the heavy load because you have given me the strength of an eagle. You have given me wings to soar. And God, I'm going to spread my wings in this moment. And I'm going to fly through this storm. I'm going to embrace the storm, God, because you have me in your hand. And once I'm in your hands, no man can pluck me out because I am unstoppable in the midst of the storm. Job said, though they slay me, God, I will trust you. God, you said the weapons of my warfare they're not carnal but god they're mighty so this day i'm gonna spread my wings god and i'm gonna carry the weight that you have given me to carry as a leader But what we do instead is we see the storm brewing and we see the storm coming and we say, God, no, 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 I'm not ready for this. And God will say, okay, you want to be a leader. You want to do these things. You want to go forward. But whenever the pressure comes, you want to shrink back. You want to pull back. You want to regress. But God is saying, okay, now what do you want? Make up your mind what you want because I don't have time to waste. Somebody else needs my help. So I decided in my mindset, I decided, I said, okay, God, I'm going to spread my wings and broaden my shoulders up. Now God laid the weight on me because I'm ready to soar. See, the eagle does not wait for the storm to go away. The eagle continuously stays in the storm. 
And he goes through that storm. And he goes through that storm until the storm is still. He comes back down. Beat his beak. Gather his food. And he goes back up. Because the eagle understands his purpose. Job knew that his purpose was to go through this. That's why he was able to tell his wife, you're a foolish woman. He will not curse God. Because Job began to realize that, okay, God is putting me through this so that I can get more than what I've lost. What is it that God is putting you through right now? Because everything is not the devil. Let me say this. Everything is not the devil. Everything is not the devil. Jesus went up into the mount and when he got there, the devil was present. And the word of God says that the devil said, cast these stones and make them into bread. The word of God says, Jesus answered and says, Satan, get thee behind me. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. What am I saying to you this morning? I'm saying that when you feel like you want to stop, like you want to break, like you want to give up, brace yourself because God did not call you and he did not say he won't equip you. He said them whom he called, he predestined, which means that he equips you for your journey. He equips you for your journey. So if you've been called to do something and you feel weighed down and you can't handle it, just tell God, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Talk to God like Job talked to him. I don't know how I'm going to do this. It's not help for me and his wisdom driven quite from me. Talk to God like Job talked to him. To him that is afflicted, pity should be shewed from his friends. God, you called me and you gave me this assignment to become a life coach. To lead women out into battle and allow them to get results. God, you called me to be strong. You called me to be vivacious. You called me to be unapologetic. Leading your people out of poverty into a wealthy place. I can't go back and say, God, but why did you call me? No, because I asked for it. I asked God. He said, ask me and I shall give you the heathen for your inheritance. And the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and he shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. So just like Job is having a conversation with God. And Job also said, he said, but he forsaketh the fear of the Almighty. My brethren have dealt deceitfully as the brook and as the stream of brooks they pass away. Job is saying, God, my friends are gone. 
They deceive me and they're gone. They just, they just took their time and they're gone. At this point, I have no friends. At this very moment, I have no friends because I chose a journey that requires me to do the unthinkable. That requires me to do the impossible. That requires me to lead without fear. A journey that requires me to be something that I thought I couldn't be. A, a journey that requires me to stand up in areas of my life that I thought I couldn't stand up. But God saw fit to put me in this position. Why? Because there's people that awaits me so they could have their breakthrough out loud. When you're in that position where you can help someone break through out loud, that's when you are reminded of why God called you. That's when you're reminded of his scripture that says he will give you the utmost parts of the earth for your possession. This day, as you go through it, begin to decree the things of God over your life. I am unstoppable. I will achieve and maximize my goals. The kingdom of God is at hand and my kingdom is ruled by the Holy Spirit. Nothing is impossible with God. All things are possible. I, Camille Onish Ismail, will never be broke another day in my life. Money is attracted to me. Money comes to me easily and effortlessly. The people that are coming in contact with me, in communication with me, they have a mindset like me. They have a vision like me. God has sent them. And those that God has not sent, Lord God, stop them in their way. Let them not come near me. Lord God, let people that hear of my name see and understand who I am. Every time I speak, people shall listen. Decree what you want. Declare what you want. You get into the word. The word becomes flesh to you. It becomes life in your spirit. And then you begin to decree that which you have studied. Because if you don't regurgitate the word, it won't become flesh and dwell among you. My God, I need to go to the people them job. If you do not take the word of God, read the word of God, dissect the word of God, uh, embed it in your spirit, then when you're going through your storm, you will have nothing to hold you up to be strong. You will be effortless. But once the word of God becomes life in you, then the word of God now gives you strength of an ego and you can spread your wings and soar. Any storm, any wind, any rain, I could go through it because I know that I know that I know that God has my back. I know that he is under the wings. He said under the shadow of the almighty. When I'm soaring, he's on, he's under my wings because the word of God said the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. It's like the wind. It goes to and fro. You don't know where, which way it's going to blow. So when you lift your hands and you begin to soar, guess what? The Holy Ghost is the wind that's under you, that's carrying you.
The Holy Ghost is the wind that is under your wings that is carrying you. May God bless you this morning. May the Spirit of the Lord God envelope you. May you see yourself in a different light as of today. May you hear the voice of God. May you become relentless. May you become the person that God has called you to be. May your bread basket never run dry. May you understand that the strength of God lives on the inside of you. That you're unstoppable. You're unkillable. No man can kill you. No man can put you down. Understand that you have called to impact the lives of those around you and the nation get yourself prepared study show yourself approved and start moving don't sit around wait around asking questions just get up get up in faith and move 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 if your car does not have no gas in it god will provide somebody to give you gas money to take you where you need to go baby he will provide his hands are not too short his hands are not too short his hands are not too short. Everything that you need is in him. It's in him. It's in him. He is the wheel in the middle of a wheel. So as business owners, just know that you cannot operate without prayer. You cannot operate without faith. You cannot operate without faith. You cannot operate without faith. Faith. Every millionaire operates in faith because they don't know how it's going to go. They don't know where money comes from. They don't know nothing. They learn as they go. And reputation is, repetition is the mother, father, sister of learning. So they will go to one conference a hundred times until they get it. Job had to go through his trial and tribulation until he got the understanding of what God was doing. What am I saying to you? I'm saying, go through it. Go through it. Go through the changes. I'm sitting down here talking to you and my body's ricocheting in pain. Go through it. Go through it. Go through it. Because in your going through, you're reminded of why God has called you. Thank you so much for joining me for Morning Inspiration this morning. Please, please share and like this video so someone else can be blessed. And you have a wonderful day. Tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. we will have prayer. And I will be online tomorrow giving you the word of God from 8 to 8.30. God bless you. Pastor Horton, please join us on prayer tomorrow morning. Let's tear down some things that the devil thought that he was going to have control over and break through the walls of suppression, depression, and oppression and break into our purpose, our destiny, and our freedom. See, like I said yesterday morning, everybody want to go through the Red Sea on dry land, but nobody want to get their rod. So tomorrow morning, we're going to teach you how in intercessory prayer, how to get your rod. And do join us on September 28th for the Entrepreneur's Prayer Breakfast. So if you're an aspiring entrepreneur or you're a business owner that feels stuck and stagnant and you would like to learn the tools on how to achieve your goals, find us at 
351 Pitkin Street in Hartford, East Hartford, at 8 a.m. for prayer and intercession. We're going to pray over our business and decree some things that God has promised us. And we're standing up on the word of God. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. And may you walk in favor.